welcome back, everyone. This is the hotness and sweetly. Hey, now, hey, girl, what have you been up to? Oh, you know me. <laughs> a lot of stuff, but I'm excited about today. I'm excited that you're here, okay? Yes. I just love you so much that you just, you know, grace me with your presence. So I'm so <laughs> thankful for that. But, audience, welcome to another edition of Restaurant Magic. We're so happy you're here. You're joining us. I'm the hotness, and you know, sweetly, she's just, you know, awesome. She's just phenomenal. I just, I just, I just adore her. She's, She's just... saying all of this, audience, foodies. I love you guys too. But I cooked Thanksgiving dinner and she ate like, I don't know. I can't even tell you how much they ate. But anyway, it was a wonderful time and we were just having a good time. But now we're back to business. <laughs> we are indeed. And audience, let me just tell you one thing. That's how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to let those who love to cook, let them cook. And then those who love to eat, let them eat. And I'm, you know, in the latter group. I, I just love to eat. But you know, we are true foodies and we've been eating for years. So what does that make us? Experts. Of course. <laughs> Nothing but experts. <laughs> yes. And on our show, we love to highlight restaurants, caterers, food trucks, culinary artists, chefs, sous chefs, like one of my dreams to be, um, farmers, anything associated with food, right, Sweetly? Dishwashers, the waitress, you name it, we want to talk to you about food. Yes, we are all up in the mix. But hey, audience, I just want to let you know, feel free to give us feedback or any show ideas. Send us an email at restaurantmagicfoodies at gmail.com. And I'll make sure Sweetly responds in a very timely manner. Right, Sweetly? <laughs> it's the turkey talking, y'all. <laughs> no, we will definitely respond back in a timely manner. But I we are excited about today. We have an awesome chef. And yes. where is he from? He is actually, he just told me, he's actually from Apex, um, North Carolina. But we have Chef. Chris Freed from Y Hill Restaurant and Brewery right here, what, in Raleigh, North Carolina, okay? Right. Welcome, Chris. Welcome, welcome. Thank you guys for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. This podcast is awesome, and I can't wait for what you guys have to ask. Well, that is awesome. So, you know, we'll get right to the point. Well, we'd like to know how long you've been in the food world. So I am currently, I'm 24 years old. I started in restaurants when I was 15 as a bus boy, I took a break from 15 to 18, uh, went to college at UNCW, um, and started working at Waterman's uh, restaurant brewery there where I was, uh, split time between front and back of house, mostly doing, you know, small things, prep, uh, fry side on the line. And that's where I kind of found my love for working in a kitchen and being in that environment. And then uh, shortly after I started really taking on a full-time role at Waterman's in the kitchen, I moved back to Apex in Raleigh and worked at Lucky 32 uh, in Cary, North Carolina, and then moved from there to Y Hill. So that has been my journey the last five years, but it really started, yeah, when I was 19. Wow, young age and moved quickly because most chef stories are long and drawn out. But you have really been blessed. Wow. I I really have been. Uh, that that speaks to my boss and the owners of Y Hill, Bobby McFarland and uh, Chris and Sarah. They are super supportive of me. Um, Bobby McFarland, who you guys know, was the other chef at NCRLA with me. Yeah. Um, he has been a great resource for me to learn and grow with. Mm -hmm. Um 
and I think that has elevated both the restaurant and my personal uh, chef abilities. So what you're saying basically is it's good to know people already in the industry and they, they can help your growth. Yeah, I and when I started at Y Hill, I didn't know anybody in Raleigh uh, mm-hmm. doing this. Mm-hmm. But uh, what paid off for me was was standing out as a line cook, uh, just through hard work, always willing to go the extra mile, and and really taking uh, care with everything that I put out. You know, I want everything that comes off of my station at the time. Like when I was a line cook, uh, everything that came off my station, I wanted to be the best out of the kitchen. You know, I wanted somebody to see go past their table and say, oh, my God, that burger looks awesome, and ordered, you know, burgers for the whole table, have another 12 burgers come back, and we're getting crushed. But I I love being in Louise like that because it means that I'm doing a good job. Well, you are right about that because when we went to White Hill, I'm sorry, OMG, the food was phenomenal. And we really appreciate you bringing us out our our doors. What did we have? We had the chicken lollipops, okay, we had, I think, I think we may have had everything Brussels because I love their Brussels sprouts, okay? And we had the seared ahi tuna that was just phenomenal. And then we both got the um, the salmon. The salmon. And I have something to tell you. Tell me. I went back that following um, Sunday without you for brunch. Oh, I heard. <laughs> I think you and Kayla. Yes. No, that was the third time. Oh, okay. wow. Oh, it's coming out, foodies. You be eating without me. Yes, I just can't hold withhold it. Um, but I had their burger, okay? And Chris, tell everyone about your, your Wagyu burger because it's phenomenal. Usually I don't eat like... Burgers all in one setting because they're humongous, but this was just so delicious. So Chris, you ate the whole thing. I ate the whole thing, and I wanted more. So Chris, please share with the audience about this burger because I, I believe you're the one that cooked it. Yeah, I actually, I definitely was. I uh, the Wagyu <laughs> burger for for us was supposed to be, you know, the next step in in kind of taking me taking the reins um, of taking over the kitchen, and it. It comes with a house American cheese that we make. Uh, essentially, that is taking all the other cheeses you can think of, um, you know, Gouda, blue cheese. We have uh, classic American, Swiss, everything, uh, Gruyere cheese, all mixed together. And we, we reduce that down with a bunch of heavy cream, um, cook it, let it set, and then spread that across a perfectly cooked Wagyu burger. And then uh, paired with that is our bacon jalapeno jam that my sous chef, Rob, uh, Rob Thomas, actually, he created this bacon jam and it is, it's not too hot. I know jalapenos scare a lot of people for being spicy, but it's de-seeded, it's reduced, it's onions and jalapenos and butter and it's delicious. Um, All on a pretzel bun and it comes out on a uh, nice wood plank for you so you know you're getting something special. Absolutely. And that is what you just said. You never told the truth like that. You're getting something special audience. So go there, check out their the Ragu Burger. It's phenomenal. Know that Chris is putting his love on the plate for you. So Chris, I had a, a follow-up question because you said you were a line cook. So what is the relationship between the line cook and the chef? Is the chef like double checking your food as you plate it and they bring it out? But um, if you can explain with the audience, like what exactly were your duties when you had that role as a line cook that allowed you to shine? Uh, when I was a line cook, my uh, I started there and my my most prominent uh, like skill, I would say, was being able to be quick. From the restaurant I came through before, it was all 
Uh, I worked the saute station with 12 burners, and it was all pan pickups and pan sauces. And, wow. And uh, just very, it was very fast-paced. You know, we had exactly this many reservations. We knew when they were coming. Um, a little bit different from Y Hill, which is more, you know, walk-in, hey, you're downtown, let's come grab a beer and a burger. Um, so that was my greatest skill. That allowed me to stand out. And being able to uh, do high volume on a Friday, Saturday night, while still consistently putting out a good product and caring about it mm-hmm. um, in a timely manner. That was, that's what allowed me to stand out. My chef at that time uh, was Mike Boyd and he, he allowed me to excel in on all of the stations we had. And eventually that led to being the expo of our kitchen line, who is a, who's responsible for, you know, calling the tickets back for the whole line um, and pacing essentially how everything is coming out and that's where i really shined and that's kind of where i took a step at to be a leader in that kitchen well let me ask you this a lot of chefs that i have interviewed and i'm even saw on tv a lot of them didn't go to culinary school do you find culinary school to be important uh so i never went to culinary school i like i said i started at uncw i was a psychology major i learned in the kitchen um, I think culinary school is a great resource mm-hmm. and there's people who, who go to culinary school, who come in and they're, they're green per se, um, to a restaurant, actual job. And they, they show me something. I'm like, Oh, that's a, that's a neat trick. That is something that I can use. Um, but I don't think anything really beats the experience of being on the line and being in the weeds and learning how. Uh, restaurants and restaurant employees, people on the line work together. I agree with that because um, I was a paralegal for like 22 years. So I went to paralegal school and everything. And as soon as um, the attorney hired me, he said, now forget everything you learned and I'm going to teach you how I want it done. (laughs) So it's, it's, Kind of the same way with the food thing. You get in there, you get your hands in there, you get your taste buds going, you have a creative idea of what you want your particular people to eat and what you want your food to taste like and shine, and then you go from there. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I uh, One thing, with being with being a younger chef and, and working with people who have been in this field for 20 years in my kitchen, who I value so, so much... Um, I, I learn from them all the time. Mm-hmm. So whenever I whenever I put a dish on the menu or or I'm trying to create something, you know, doing some R and D, you know, I let them taste it and it's like, oh wh- let me get I respond to their feedback very well. I think that's important. And I think the most important part about being a chef is is responding to criticisms about management or or how the line is run. So that uh, say we put on a new dish and it's it's too heavy on one station hearing that feedback from somebody or saying, Hey, when I was at this restaurant, you know, 10 years ago, we did this same thing, but we did it faster and easier like this. That is super important to me. And that's something I'm super open with. Nothing is set in stone in, uh, Y Hills kitchen. It is all a team effort in the end. And everybody on that line has a say and has an idea to make it work together as a team. 
That's that's really great. It seems like you're working in an environment where you're allowed to have open criticism and open feedback in order to help whatever goal is flourish. So and it, you're never too old or too advanced to mm -hmm. learn. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So mm -hmm. so Chris, would you say that's the most important piece of advice you can give up and coming chef is to be open to growing and open to receiving criticism? Like, what's what's your take on that? Absolutely. I think uh, every chef I've worked under has told me, at least at some point, to do something a different way. And I, I think in each respective kitchen that I worked in, their way may have been right and it may have been wrong. But it, what's important is learning from that experience. Learning that, okay, when you're doing a super high volume uh, night, this may be the right way to do something. However, when we're doing a low volume and you want it to be, you know, you can take your time, you have all 12 minutes to actually cook something, take your time and do it the right way. Like, to young chefs, just learn from everybody around you. Whether you're above them or below them in the terms of the line of duty, learn from whatever they have to say because everybody in this field has experience and has experiences that can teach you valuable information to make your food better and in the long run make you more of a resource for whatever restaurant you go to in the future. How important is nutrition to you when you're cooking your food? I mean, do you put limitations on yourself with it or are you just for flavor? How important is that to you? So I, I, I'm, I'm a pretty young guy and I'm starting to experience that uh, nutrition does impact me a lot for the mm. first time in my life. Um, <laughs> And, and, and I'm so serious about that. When I was younger, I was able to eat whatever I wanted. Um, now at 24, if I, you know, slip up one day and don't, don't eat lean or, or, you know, after Thanksgiving, I'm, I'm plowing down the leftovers for two days. Oh yeah. I felt that. I'll tell you, <laughs> I felt that. But my goal moving forward is to incorporate a lot of lean, lean substances that provide protein and growth. Okay. Almost like a like a fitness program where you can grow from what you're eating that still provide nourishment without what a lot of restaurants do, which is uh, cover everything in, in butter, which is not a knock on that. Anthony Bourdain said that. It's like, why does this taste different when uh, I have it at a restaurant when I cook it at home? It's, well, you're using half pound of butter at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. uh, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and, no, and that's why you go out to eat, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So talking about restaurants, do you plan on owning your own one day? That's that's the dream. I actually, I'm living with my loving girlfriend who is an architect who currently works on breweries and restaurants. And the same kind of style that Y Hill is, is eventually where I, where I would aspire to own. You know, somewhere that does high volume, that involves the whole community, that can give back to a community. That is exactly what I want. And hopefully one day she and I can be co-owners in that restaurant and she can design it and I can run the kitchen. Wow, that sounds like a match made in heaven. I And I and I, and I want that for you because you know what? The hotness and sweetly will be front and center. Long as in, it's in Raleigh, North Carolina, correct? No. <laughs> I mean, it can be anywhere, Chris. We will follow you anywhere. <laughs> Oh, that makes me feel so good because I love seeing you guys come in. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I have to tell the audience about this winning dish that you had at the NCRLA. And so, audience, that stands yes. for North Carolina Restaurant and Lodging Association. The Hotness and Sweetly, we went to their event oh, we in August. Ball. It was like a chef 
showdown, okay? We were so excited. It's like one of our dreams, right? It's just like the best night ever, okay? Ever. Because <laughs> we got to tour the, the basement of the Angus barn afterwards. It was just like all these great things happening. But let me tell you what Chris and what Bobby McFarlane, they had, you know, as, you know, their dish that they, mm -hmm. he won for best chef. Like, what? Get out of here. But Sweetly, Chris, Sweetly still talks about this dish, okay? She's, like, going to be on her deathbed and be like, I want the f pig's head five ways. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be, like, saying that. But um, I remember I wrote it down. Um, I, actually, I took a picture. It had, like, pork cheek, jowls, pork bacon, succotash. Butter. Um, pig ears. Yeah, oh, we, definitely <laughs> butter. <laughs> we didn't even that care about special the... butter, though. Yeah, it yeah, says smart, smart butter. Smart butter. Yeah, what is smart butter? Smart butter. So smart butter. Uh, the way we came up with that dish was, uh, you know, Bobby called me at that time. We we had just done two other events um, in the, like the past two months, and so we're cooking for a lot of people, a lot of time, and the judges judging competitions of this round. So he and I have, had been close communication for a ton of stuff. You know, we're coming out with new menus. Almost, It felt like every day we were coming up with new food. And he calls me one day and he said, hey, how do we get ahead of the competition? And immediately he comes up with it and he says, we use the full pig's head. We use everything on the pig's head, including the brain. And so that's where smart butter came from. Um, oh, it's basically pig's brain. You're, wait, wait, hold up, Chris. Brain and Chris. butter. Uh, and we made the butter. We cooked off the pig's brain. We we actually uh, sous vide the pig's brain and then seared it, and it was it, it turned out really really great. And uh, there was one morning when we were preparing for that competition that it, it was seven in the morning, and the only thing I had tasted or eaten that day was a little bite of pig's brain. So, <laughs> so Chris, that I mean, was uh, something. Yeah, so I, I just need to go back a bit. So are you, are you saying the smart butter was the pig's brain or was it actually butter? No, it was, it, it pig's, was brain. pig's brain mixed with the it house. butter. <laughs> um. Guess what, audience? I loved every bite of it, okay? <laughs> when you don't know, you don't know, but it was good. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> We had no idea we were in love with pig brains, but hey, here we are. And I would eat it again. And and again. Um, so thank you for explaining um, to the audience what your winning dish and how it was actually conceived. Because I like what Bobby said to you. How do we get ahead? How do we crush these people? How do we, like, win? And that's what, you know, we're always about. So um, kudos to the both of you. We're so thankful that you guys put your brains together. But I'm bump. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, Chris, I, I follow you guys on um, Instagram, and I see you guys are doing this Sippin' Santa festive, festive cocktail yeah. Christmas um, spirit, you know, things that you guys are doing. So share with the audience what that is, because I think it's so cheerful. It's like Merry Christmas, everyone. Here's some fun drinks for you. But tell everyone what the Sippin' Santa is. Sippin' Santa is a complete takeover of our restaurant. I walked in. I think I walked in. It was, yeah, because we closed for, I worked a Sunday brunch um, and left at, you know, 4 o'clock. And then we were closed for Sunday dinner, and I walked in Monday morning to the restaurant, and it had completely transformed to this amazing island theme, like San Diego bar-style Santa Christmas celebration. And it, it really is fantastic. 
all of the drinks that uh, we have at our special bar, we actually created a whole second bar just to keep up with so that we could still provide the service of our own drinks and our own restaurant paired with those special cocktails. Meanwhile, in the kitchen, I created a whole separate menu. It's really, it's a small little menu. It's it's two entrees and an appetizer. Uh, my favorite is the Chipino and I would recommend it to anybody. Why um, Hill has become a Christmas de- destination, which, you know, it, it's a patio restaurant, so people don't think of it as that, but it really is a takeover, and it's spectacular. Every time I walk in there, I'm amazed, and I walk in there every day. Well, do these drinks come in these cute mugs and glasses that we see? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They come in all those cute <laughs> mugs and glasses, okay. and you can buy those cute mugs and glasses right from the host of the host stand. All right. So we got the whole whole hot Butter, butter rum. rum, yeah, that's the one I want. Maybe strength rum. Yeah, that's what it has in it. It has vanilla, it has spice, honey, butter. Hopefully that butter is not the um brain butter. <laughs> not the brain butter. Brain butter. No, this is just butter. That. No big brains in that. <laughs> and passion fruit. And so I'm excited about trying these drinks sweetly. Are you in with me? Are we gonna go back and do like two in each one in each hand and just if I could get one with no alcohol, I'd oh, be yes. glad to. Yes, yes. Maybe there's a mocktail for Sweetly. Yeah, mocktail for Sweetly. Yes, yes. Nothing wrong with that. But um, I'm excited about how festive and how beautiful. Because I think I went down there where you guys just had the, uh, maybe a Christmas tree up. And it just looked so just, it was just, it was just beautiful. It's just like a Christmas story or something like that. Okay. So. It really has turned out great. Um, we also have our New Year's Eve celebration coming up, which is, oh. uh, we've done it the last two or three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically a big party on the on the porch. I'm out there slicing prime rib, you know, prime rib sliders. You got a bunch of food. Your first drink is free. You come in, you buy a ticket, and everybody can hang out all night. It's a great spot for seeing the fireworks and having a nice, relaxed New Year's without the the worry of being in line at a bar and all the hustle and bustle that goes with a typical New Year's Eve. Well, that sounds like a wonderful New Year's party with good food, good drink, good company. You know, so... Tell us a little more about how the people, our foodies, can find out about your restaurant. Give us your website and your social media, all that good stuff. Yeah, so we're just, uh, whyhill.com is how you find our website. Um, all the food is access accessible. Um, even if you're not 21, you can click you are and you can see all the food. Um, then on our socials, we have Why Hill is just the name of our restaurant on Instagram. And then Why Hill Brewing is actually its whole separate brand. You can find that in, uh, local shops and, uh, you know, wine craft beer stores. Um, but they're also tagged, uh, just Why Hill Brewing on Instagram. Oh, that is, I'm happy you mentioned that because I don't think a lot of people knew that you guys also are a brewery that you were able to buy. Um, your beer, and you said um, around, I guess, just in North Carolina, or can other people get your beer in other states? Uh, I think right now we're in North Carolina, but I know we're all over the state. I know we have some in Wilmington, some in Asheville, um, and looking to expand, you know, slowly but surely. That brand, Y Hill, we won a gold medal last year for our Luminous Beings beer. Uh, I believe we won two silver medals uh, nationally for two other beers. I think Opal Skulls was one of them. But yeah, they're the brewery guys. They're they're awesome to work with. They they love all the food that we come out with, and they love pairing up the food and beers with that I work with them all the time. 
So definitely try the beer as well. Well, I tell you, the people that work there, when the hotness and I went, but she's been several times. Yes, I think her name was Sydney, wasn't it? Yes, and we were going to give a shout out to her. Sydney. Because she just was phenomenal. Yes, yes, (laughs) she was our waitress. The bomb.com, she is the best. Yes, she found out for the hotness that you were not single. Just to let you know. Yeah, she she came back. <laughs> she she came back so quick. She yeah, was just like, like, "Hey, he's not over here. Can't go there." <laughs> but you know what, Chris? Well, I asked. You I asked. I asked all the um, you know, people that you know, we... anybody that cooks. So don't. That's okay, Chris. Oh, yeah. it's, it's the food. It's not the person. Right. It's the food. It's the food. She just. I know, I have a problem, but you know, just pray for me. She's sweet and I love her to death, so (laughs) that's just her, but she's a wonderful, wonderful young lady. But look, now that we've found out all this information about you, is there something that you want to tell us that we don't know about you? I think going into this interview, the thing that I wanted to tell people was that I'm new to this and and I've succeeded due to the circumstances I've been dealt. I guess my my pitch would be, one, come to New Year's at White Hill. Tickets go on sale this Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, You can come to Eventbrite. And two, for every young person in the restaurant industry, you know, don't stop it at what you think is just a, a small time job. If you find if you find a passion for it and you find a love for it, keep going and keep trying because the people who do have a passion for it, who are around you, will see that and want you to succeed. Because it is a rarity in, in our industry to find people who really, really care and who really want everything to be great. So if you're one of those people listening to this, just keep going. Maybe coming to Y Hill. We're always hiring. Um, but really, also a huge thank you to you guys for supporting us. I'll never forget, we won our award. And I actually, I think we took a picture with you two. You did. I took a picture with me and my, my, me and my mom didn't take a picture yet. And I came running back to you two to take a picture, which was awesome. I was just getting ready to thank you for that as well. We look at that picture all the time. Like, look, look at us. Because we feel so proud that we are, were there when you won this award. And we just feel proud for all our chefs, all of you guys out there that work hard to make people happy because there's so much bad stuff in the world. If the food's not good, what would we I have? Mean, just you just know? throw everything away. You're, right. <laughs> You're absolutely right with that. We just thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Yes, and I want to say a special thank you to Chris's um, parents. Yes. Because they, I believe, I don't even know them, Chris, but I think they had a lot to do with how you conduct yourself and your passion for what you do. And I think sometimes parents don't get enough shout out. So we're going to... That's right. Shout out to mom and dad. Yes, yes. Rick and Claire Freed, shout out to them. They're the best. Yes, yes. So, Chris, again, we appreciate your time. We know you're busy. We're going to be at Wild Hill again real soon. Probably today. We're just going to have a good time again. And look, everybody, remember what he said. New Year's Eve is that Y Hill is the place to be. All right. So this has 100%. been the this has been the hotness and sweetly checking out what Y Hill Brewery is all about. Take care. Hey girl, that's a nice T-shirt you're wearing. Where did you get it? I got it from TeamJesusClothing.com. Really? I like the messaging and the colors. They're so vibrant. Yes, 
TeamJesusClothing.com has a lot of t-shirts and hoodies with encouraging messages. They have styles for both men and women. Wow, thanks for letting me know. I'm going to TeamJesusClothing.com to place my order now. Yes, definitely go to TeamJesusClothing.com and be sure to check out my favorite shirt designs, Team Jesus and Won't He Do It. I can't wait. TeamJesusClothing.com, here I come.